welcome to the Inside Out Theory, the home for performing artists to unlearn what they've been taught so they can become who they are. This is where artists and entrepreneurs become self-made and unfuckwithable. So sit back and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Inside Out Theory. Today's episode is sponsored by House of Jazz Artist Development Program, a four-week program in London, UK, where we train your trilogy, mind, body, and soul. I truly believe it's just as important for artists to train their mindset as much as we train physically and creatively. So whether you are a new graduate or a professional artist looking to re-spark their career, we encourage you to join us as we open your mind, challenge your body, and inspire your soul. This program only happens twice a year, and it is truly life-changing. For more information, please visit houseofjazzcompany.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Out Theory with Christy Lee Manning. Today, we're going to speak about the definition of self-forgiveness. This is something that I discovered when I was doing one of my one-to-ones with one of my beautiful friends of mine. Um, And I wanted to share it with all of you because I thought it was such a wonderful epiphany, a a wonderful revelation um, in regards to the definition and the practice of self-forgiveness and what it means to me anyway, to practice authentic self-forgiveness and how powerful self-forgiveness is and how important practicing self-forgiveness is in your self-evolutionary journey. And so my friend, the friend of mine that I was doing this one-to-one with was speaking openly and vulnerably and freely and beautifully about his tendency to um, lie and his how how he has recognized that it is a coping mechanism, um, it's a defense mechanism, it's a learned belief, a taught belief, a conditioned belief that he's picked up uh, in order to uh, avoid suffering and pain uh, in his past and how he has been proven over and over again since childhood that uh, lying is always going to uh, create less pain, at least in the immediacy um, than telling the truth. And I mean, that just brings me to the point of every day you want to ask yourself if you're making the hard right decisions or the easy wrong decisions and little white lies, however small, however large lying in general is always the easy wrong decision. Honesty will always be the hard right decision. At least that's why what I believe, but we lie because we want immediate peace as opposed to peace in the long run or longevity with our our the relationship that we're building for example if we if we're constantly choosing immediate peace it's going to be built on a rickety foundation and eventually there's not going to be any longevity in that relationship that we're building it's going to crumble and it's going to be so much harder to build back up when you have not been practicing being truthful because if there's no trust in the relationship this is turning into a completely different podcast but if you if there's no trust in the relationship it's trust is so much easy it's so easy to build immediately and it's so hard to build after you've already fucked with it so without going into and making this this episode about trust and lying and uh honesty 
what I want to continue to talk about is the is the practice of self-forgiveness. So he was asking how, how what can I do? I'm going to practice self-awareness. I have the self-awareness that that it's a coping mechanism, it's a survival mechanism, defense mechanism, something I've learned, something I've been taught, something that I've made a habit, I've put into practice, it's been conditioned, it's it's come from a place of trauma to protect myself, et cetera, et cetera. I have that awareness now. I now want to practice having the self-awareness every single day of whether or not I'm doing it. And I want to be able to call, to either call myself out silently or out loud and or uh, admit the fact that I was lying either at least to myself or the other person how do I start to do that and of course the answer came up of I want you to practice self-forgiveness when you when you are trying to break this habit this this thing that you've used to protect yourself from from pain that you don't want to experience pain that you have experienced in the past you need to practice self-forgiveness when you when you catch yourself doing it again, because it's 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 like any other habit, you're it's not going to stop right away. It's not going to go away right away. You have to um, you have to celebrate the fact that you're practicing this self awareness, but then not immediately beat yourself up for the fact that you did it again. You know, like when you're trying to quit smoking or when you're trying to quit drinking. If you're trying to quit lying, but every once in a while you lie or you have a cigarette or you drink, you can't go. Oh, see, you're so pathetic. And so. The act of self-forgiveness is is in the middle. So if you imagine a piece of paper, I'm imagining a virtual piece of paper in front of me, and I'm going self-forgiveness is in the middle, and self-forgiveness self can be paired with something that we've spoken about on a previous episode in regards to practicing acceptance of what is, as opposed to causing yourself unnecessary suffering by living in the should world as opposed to the is world or practicing denial. So as we've said in the past, living in the is world is practicing acceptance. Living in the should world is practicing denial. When you practice acceptance, you have internal peace. When you practice um, denial, you have internal suffering. And so when you're practicing self-forgiveness in its truest form, and, and my definition of self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness is you accepting your actions for what they are. Is world. Accept the fact that you lied. Accept the fact that you had a drink. Accept the fact that you had a cigarette. Accept the fact that you did the thing you didn't want to do anymore. It doesn't mean that you have to be okay with it. But what it does need, mean is that you need to accept that it happened, that you did it, that you made that choice. Now you're not proud of it, okay? Stay with me, stay in the is world. Staying in the is world is accepting it, but you're not okay with it. That's okay. We're gonna use that angst, that internal turmoil of I'm not okay that I made this choice. And that's where the self the self forgiveness needs to be applied. I'm going to fully accept when you, when you practice self-forgiveness to me, it starts with, I'm accepting that I made this choice. I'm in the is world. It happened. I did it. I'm not going to jump to the should world and go, I shouldn't have done that. There's no time. That's just going to be unnecessary suffering. If I go there, I'm just going to not only have more suffering than I already do, 
but I'm just, it's just going to turn into a, a pity party of my ego, you know, having its, getting out its confetti gun, like, is what I like to say and what I like to describe it as. And just, it's going to, it's the double-edged sword of, it's just going to continue to beat yourself up and add, this is, this is what unnecessary suffering is, is you do something and then you're so not proud of the choice that not only are you mad that you did it, but you're mad not only are you mad at your actions, but you're mad at yourself for choosing those actions. And now you're mad at yourself for being the person that chooses actions like that. Like it's just, it, it goes on and on and on and on. And then it just gives your ego um, infinite ammo to, to continue to punch yourself internally in the stomach, you know? And so that's what the should world is all about. I'll, I'll try and explain that better in a second, but I'm getting off topic. So self-forgiveness is you living in the is world. And when you live in the is world, you practice acceptance and practicing acceptance is it happened. I am acknowledging that it happened. I am accepting that it happened. doesn't mean I have to like it, but it happened. That's acceptance. I see that. Okay. I hate that it happened. I'm going to allow myself to feel the pain that I made this choice. You got to be pretty strong to be able to accept that because that pain is so much more real and so much more substantial and so much more truthful, so much more authentic and genuine than the unnecessary unnecessary suffering that you're going to cause yourself in the should world. And I'll get to that. So you can feel that moment of pain and you're going to feel that moment of pain because you're practicing living in the is world and the is world comes with acceptance and you have to accept that you made that choice and making that choice causes you pain. But it's not going to go further from that. You're going to go, okay, this hurts. And I'm going to use this pain, not unnecessary suffering. I'm going to use this pain as my trampoline. I'm going to use it as a way to catapult myself to not make this decision again. I'm going to use it as a reminder, potentially. It's going to be my foundation to, in the future, I'm going to remember that this hurt and I'm going to remember that I don't want to feel this again and I'm going to do my best to make a different choice. And to me, that's what self-forgiveness is, is it's fully accepting that you made a choice you didn't want to make and practicing, allowing yourself to feel the repercussions of making that choice, but not from a place of additional unnecessary suffering, but also not from a place of denial. So that's why it's right in the middle for me. On either side, if you go straight to the left of self-forgiveness, you get to what I would call (laughs) self-denial land. And that's where you wouldn't even, that's where you wouldn't be living in the is world, but you also wouldn't be living in the should world. You would just be living in the isn't world. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't exist. I didn't make that choice. I'm just going to pretend that this didn't happen. And because I don't want to acknowledge it, because I don't want to admit to myself that I did something I'm not proud of. I'm just going to pretend that it didn't happen at all. And I won't do it again. But chances are, if you're so good at lying to yourself, just as maybe you are lying to other people, you will do it again because you will be able to justify your actions by living in the isn't world. It didn't happen. 
You can deny, 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 deny every single day if you want to, multiple times a day if you want to. It didn't happen. And you can justify it coming up with the reasons why maybe you had to. And so by you having to, it wasn't really a choice. I had to do it. Like there's so many ways you could justify your behavior. So that's the isn't world. That's all the way to the left. If you go all the way, if you pass through self-forgiveness all the way to the right, that's the should world. That's the should world. And that's going, I shouldn't have made that choice. And that's taking the pain, amplifying it to unnecessary self-suffering. Um, and you then taking that pain, turning it into unnecessary suffering because you feel like you deserve it because you feel like you deserve to feel bad about yourself because you feel like you deserve to beat yourself up from the inside out. You deserve to feel even more pain than you do, but this isn't constructive pain. This is unnecessary suffering. Do I need to say it again? Probably not. It doesn't. And the reason why it's called unnecessary suffering is because it's not doing you any good. It's not giving you somewhere to jump off from. It's not giving you somewhere to, to make change from. All it's doing is giving you what you think you deserve. All it's doing is making you feel more pain for zero reason. Now you're just having a pity party. Now you're just sitting and wallowing and I should have, I should have made better choices. Yeah, you should have, but you can make a better choice right now. And that better choice is get out of the should world, be in the is world, accept that you did it, accept fully accept that you made that choice feel that pain and then use that to move you forward and go, okay, I'm learning. And this is, this is what, this is what I think self-forgiveness sounds like. Self-forgiveness sounds like, sounds like I'm not proud of this choice. I'm acknowledging, I'm accepting that I made this choice, even though I've already acknowledged that I don't want to keep making this choice, but I did it again but I'm going to practice self-forgiveness. I'm going to practice the fact that I'm fully accepting that I did it again. And that hurts. And I'm going to use that pain to help remind myself to make a better choice next time. But I'm going to practice compassion. I'm going to practice self-compassion with my self-forgiveness and not take that as far as denial, but not take that as far as living in the should world. And I'm going to practice self-forgiveness or self-compassion, understanding the fact that I'm on a journey to break a habit and that doesn't happen overnight. One day at a time. Today I chose poorly. But by fully accepting that today I chose poorly sets me up perfectly, sets me up in the strongest way possible to choose wisely next time. If I can fully accept that I chose poorly today, I can choose wisely later. But you can't choose wisely if you can't even accept that you chose poorly, which is denial. And you can't choose wisely if you're addicted to the unnecessary suffering of the should world. It shouldn't have been that way. Because the, the should world could cause so many other beliefs. I shouldn't even have to break this belief. I shouldn't have even been born with this habit being made, I shouldn't have even had to make this defense mechanism or, or this survival mechanism or, or this, this, whatever you want to call it. I shouldn't have even had to create this. I should have had a better childhood. I should have had better parents. It could go on and on and on. Now you're just distracting yourself. 
from having to make the hard right decision of regardless, I want to stop. And that's where you need to, to, um, oh, what's the word? That's where you need to implement the words of Will Smith. It might not be your fault, but as sure as hell is your responsibility. No, you shouldn't have had to suffer in your childhood. No, you shouldn't have had to have parents that were addicted to drugs or lied to you or manipulated you your entire life. No, you shouldn't have had people in your life that were teaching you all these horrible self-deprecating lessons, but you did. And no one's going to solve that or heal that except for you. And that sucks. And it might not be fair, but it's the truth. It's not your fault. You didn't deserve to be treated this way, but it is your responsibility and your responsibility only. And if you can accept that for what it is, and if you can live in the is world with that, think of how far you could grow. Think how much unnecessary suffering you could put to a stop, put to a halt. Think how much pain you could, you could escape then. So when you practice authentic, truthful self-forgiveness, you are reteaching yourself how to be self-accountable. And the way I designed the inside out theory works like this. There's self-recovery, there's self-accountability, and then there's self-reliability. And when you practice self-forgiveness, truthful self-forgiveness, you are practicing, you are reteaching yourself how to be self-accountable. But if you transform, if you transition into the should world, when you're trying to implement your self-forgiveness, you are putting yourself back in self-recovery. You're not in self-accountability land anymore. You're in self-recovery. And the reason why you're in self-recovery is because you have forgotten that you are worth more than unnecessary suffering. But when we're in the land of self-recovery, we are still believing that we deserve to be beat up by ourselves from the inside out. We believe that we deserve to suffer more because of the poor choices that we made. But when we're in self-accountability land, we've already healed that part of ourselves. And we know that we're human and we know that we're making mistakes. And instead of beating ourselves up for the things that we do wrong, we're celebrating the things that we're doing right. And we celebrate the things we do right by going, hey, I've discovered that I'm a really good liar. That's huge. Do you think people in self-recovery are aware of that? Quite often, no. But when you're in self-accountability land, you can go, I've discovered that I'm really good at lying. And I've also discovered that I really like to stop because it no longer is in line with my integrity. Because now that I'm aware of it, I don't want to do it anymore. And when you're in self-recovery, you're quite often, you're not even aware of it, for example. So in order to stay in the lane that you're in, in order to stay in, in on the level that you've, you've landed on, don't put yourself back into self-recovery by beating yourself up, by transitioning into the should world. Stay in the is world and go, I did it. That sucks. I don't want to do it again. Self-compassion, self-forgiveness, feel the pain, feel the disappointment in myself that I made this choice. But that's it. We don't transition further from that. And same goes for self-denial. If you go all the way to the left and you deny and you justify the fact that you even made the choice in the first place, in the first place, you're throwing yourself right back into self-recovery. 
And quite often it's one or the other. Usually we don't choose both. Both are forms of self-recovery where we are either so good at denying our own truths and justifying our own behavior, or we're so painfully aware still, we're, we, we have massive self-awareness, but then we take that so far to an unhealthy level and we beat ourselves up for all the things that we don't think we should be doing. It's one or the other. You can't have that painful self-awareness and then transition into unnecessary suffering and also be so, but it, you, you, you might be able to have both just on different things, different behaviors. I don't know. That's something we could explore, but either, either, either choice brings you back to self-recovery. Don't go backwards. Don't go backwards. If you practice true and authentic self-forgiveness, you will stay in self-accountability and the way you move into self-reliability is by practicing self-forgiveness consistently. Self-reliability is all about consistency. And you transition into self-reliability by practicing consistency while you're in self-recovery, or sorry, while you're in self-accountability land. The way you move to self-reliability is by practicing consistency in self-accountability land. And then eventually that consistency becomes a habit and you're no longer having to be accountable for yourself anymore. You are completely reliable because it's a habit, because it's something that you just do. And that's how you transition from the awareness of in self-recovery, you've learned you lie. You don't want to lie anymore. You transition into self-accountability by continuously being aware of every time you decide to lie. And then you practice immediate self-forgiveness, the self-forgiveness that we've spoken about. You do that consistently over and over and over again. Eventually, you will not be lying anymore because you won't be putting yourself through that pain anymore. That type of pain, not the unnecessary suffering. And then... One day you'll wake up and you'll realize you have a new habit and you've transitioned to self-reliability and that new habit is telling the truth. And that's how you do it. And that's my definition of self-forgiveness and how we can practice and transition from self-recovery to self-accountability to self-reliability. I hope that makes sense. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So please reach out to us on any of the social platforms or email us at theinsideouttheory at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to The Inside Out Theory. We are so lucky to have you as a part of our community and very grateful for your support. If you liked today's episode, we encourage you to follow us on iTunes and Spotify, join our online community at Inside Out Theory, and share this episode with a member of your tribe. Remember, we are all stronger together. Thank you for listening to the Inside Out Theory. We could not be more passionate about supporting artists and entrepreneurs in their self-evolutionary journey, whether it's in mindset or business. 
Please connect with us at theinsideouttheory at gmail.com. Find us on social platforms at insideouttheory or find us online at theinsideouttheory.com. We so look forward to meeting you.